Our guest that's joining us is a very special guest, uh, probably the most amazing guest we'll ever have on this show. She's so talented, so gifted, and uh, well, let me just go ahead and say it. It's my wife. My wife, Shauna Curie, <laughs> Mrs. Killer yeah. B. Mrs. Killer B. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she she should get loads of confetti for taking care of me all the time through life. And, uh, Amen she, to that. <laughs> well, this is a really one of my favorite episodes because, you know, she got to experience what it's like here in the metaverse at the Killer B Studios and got to meet people that we meet all the time, Meta Olivia. And you remembered her name, Bonus. <laughs> bonus. <laughs> You'll hear a little bit of that story story during the interview process too that is that is another win uh but what i loved is she gave everybody the secret behind how i process and remember people's names incorrectly yes. <laughs> and it is quite interesting yes. very interesting yeah this is very interesting we're talking about maybe getting some merch made that actually has this formula on it <laughs> so people could buy it and that way everybody would understand right and what did you say yeah. to put on it too to make sure everybody knew. I said it should say, don't be offended if I don't know your name. I forget everyone's <laughs> or something like oh, that. That's great. But really, <laughs> the, the topic of the show was talking about, you know, we're getting ready to go into Christmas. Like this episode's dropping right before Christmas. And, and we wanted to talk about the treasures in life. And, and me and my wife shared uh, one of the difficult seasons of our life that, that we face during the holiday seasons and uh, during Christmas time. And we wanted to share that with everybody and, and encourage everybody to know that it's more, there's more to Christmas than just getting presents and stuff and, and be able to rain people with, with gifts. And uh, so we wanted to share that personal story of everybody. And with that, I don't want to hold up any longer. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Shauna, did he forget your name the first year of marriage? Oh. No, no, thankfully. That oh would have ended differently. So he forgot my name after our first, like, it wasn't a date, but it was a hangout. You know, we met at a party um, mm -hmm. and talked, uh, like, almost all night. But then the next day, he couldn't remember my name. Um, I had written my name on a sidewalk with chalk, and he went back to that place and saw my name so that when he saw me again, he would know my name. <laughs> yeah. And that I, was smart of you. <laughs> yeah, that was, smart. that was good. Yeah. Yes. And it was really, I'm glad I did because I, I thought her name was Amanda. So that would have been really bad because it was, <laughs> it was not even close. <laughs> it was Shauna. So, uh, but now she knows that's, that's just the way I, my brain works. Like I, I have a hard time with names yeah. and everybody here knows that. Yeah, you do. Everybody here at the studio knows. <laughs> if you don't know now, you will know soon. <laughs> And do you want to tell them the trick that kind of like the, what you've, what you've learned after 20 years of how I kind of figure out, I think this person's name is, was this, do you want to share that? Yes. So the way his brain works is he remembers like the letter in the middle of your name. So like, for instance, night of conquest later on, he'll say, yeah, that guy whose name started with C that's what he'll say because that's the way he, <laughs> like, that's the way his brain works. So he always tell me. Like that name started with an S and I'll know it did not start with an S. It started with something else and I'll try to figure it out from there. <laughs> so imagine that. Can you imagine dealing with that? So, so yeah. So you, a round it's kind of, of fun applause. now. It's like, yes. A round of applause. Yes. Yes. How yes. Do you do that for yes, Mrs. Killer B. With that, I want to ask you, do you remember the time when we were really struggling financially at Christmas time? It was the first year. I think it was in 2010. Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
I remember that you had lost your job right after I left my job on purpose to stay home with Ashton. And yeah, I mean, felt like everything was falling apart at first. Yeah, it was like... How long had you guys been married at that point? Um, So that would have been... You said it was 2010, right? So that was eight years. Yep, eight years. Eight years. And uh, Ashton was only... Um, wait, let's see. Six when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was six. It, yeah. it got, it got pretty tough. I don't know if any of you can relate. Uh, maybe you can, you know, let me know by raise of hands. Can you relate to like being this time of the season and things just doesn't feel so jolly or it, it, it's a tough season. And, uh, I know last year, I mean, we had a tough season last year at Christmas too. And we kind of just got back from getting through that. I wasn't even planning on bringing that up, but hey, do you care if I share just a little bit about that? No. Yeah. Go ahead. Of course. So <clears throat> last year at Christmas time, uh, we, my, my wife's father, my father-in-law passed away unexpectedly, uh, December 2nd, wasn't it? It was December 2nd. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. it was unexpected. And, uh, and then at the same time after the funeral and everything last year, we got COVID and was down all the way up till Christmas. Like I had it for 24 days. We got stuck out of state. It was just a hard time. Uh, and even going into this Christmas season this year, it's like, it's a different feeling for us. And we just got back from, you know, rekindling that and remembering your dad and stuff as we got back from Ohio just last Sunday, right? Was it last Sunday or Monday? It was Monday. Yeah. And I share that because I I wanted you guys to know, like we relate, it's not always jolly, a jolly season for everybody during this time. And during our time when we struggled financially, in 2010, it was it was a definitely a difficult one for me. And let's let you guys know how bad it got for us. Now, it got bad, but it was still good. It was like, that was the beginning of the whole shift in our life that we were learning to to trust God. And, you know, to kind of give you an example, like as she, Shauna said, she left her job to take care of our son. And we had moved out. Uh, it, was, it was almost to Indiana. And we, we had a beautiful house. Yeah. Like, this was the place we we're going to live. Uh, but... It got tight. And at Christmas time, I don't know about you, but I, I see like I, at that time, I was seeing all these posts. It was during the economy crash. If you remember in 2010, a lot of people were losing jobs. And I saw on the newsfeed, on social media and stuff, I just saw all these posts of everybody sharing pictures of all these presents around their tree. And, and I, I even saw posts of, of spouses praising their spouse, their spouse and like all the stuff that they've given them and stuff. And I was really struggling with it personally inside because I, to be honest with you, I felt I felt ashamed uh, of myself. I was discouraged, and uh, I was really struggling with that. And I don't know if that's anything that that during that season, from us from a spouse point, is that anything that you were missing out on as well? I mean, was these things were these some of the things you were thinking of? I know we haven't even talked about this side of it, but during that time, um, so as far as I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything by you not being able to buy things. Um, I felt like a little sad that we couldn't buy Ashton all the things that we wanted to. Um, but on the other hand, it also felt like a very rich season to me because we had so much time together and we were able to like do fun and creative things that, you know, I don't think we would have thought about or had the time for if we had both been working at that time. Like for instance, once, and I don't remember exactly if this was right by Christmas time, but I do remember it was cold outside. So it was definitely winter. The electricity had been turned off and, but we had a fireplace in the house. So we would put out a bed, like, you know, pile up blankets in front of the fireplace and we would sleep there. And, you know, Ashton thought it was a, just a blast. I mean, he was yeah. six years old. We told him we were camping, you know, 
you know, I look back and he thought it was fun and we were like, okay, well, let's just make the best of it. You know, God provided in that season and that electric bill was paid. You know, I think we were only out of electricity for how long? Less than a week, right? It was about, yeah, it was like a little bit over three days. And I don't think that's one thing. I don't know if you guys, if you guys caught, I don't know if you even said that, but we actually were living in a house that the electric, the heating was like 600 bucks a month to heat it. And again, I had no job. I couldn't get a job. Uh, tried to get jobs and I was going out and working every little job I could do cleaning toilets. I was working at farms. I mean, it was just, it was crazy the stuff that we, I was doing just to get put money, you know, put food in the table, but it was what we had to do. And when she said we had no electricity, we had no electricity because we owed like $970 to our, to the electric company yeah. and they shut it down and it was cold outside. And thank God we had the fireplace. Um, And that's, and that's what we talked about. Like, we didn't want to just, we didn't want to be a burden to people. So we didn't say anything, but we just prayed. We prayed about it and God did provide in a a miraculous way. Uh, and, but yeah, we all huddled around that fire. It was great memories that we made, even though it was during a really dark time. See, like you you could do the wah wah because we had no power. Wah wah, it was a dark time, (laughs) but no, it was, it was tough. And I know I make jokes about it, but it was definitely, it was, it was a tough time, but we look back and it was a treasured time. When I was going through those thoughts, and I shared this with you, if you remember, uh, during that time, I was really struggling because, again, I was looking at social media, seeing all these posts, and I started praying to God about, like, God, what the heck? Like, what did I do? Like, how do I can't get a job? Like, I was, I was upset. I was frustrated. Again, I was ashamed. And there was a scripture that I read, and it was in Deuteronomy fourteen two. And this is the verse that that God gave me. It says. You have been set apart as holy to the Lord your God, and he has chosen you from all the nations of the earth to be his own special treasure. And I was reading, when I read this verse and going through all this, what God showed me during that time was that line that says, his own special treasure. And what that did for me at that time, it changed my whole my whole attitude, my whole outlook on the whole situation and what I wish I could do. Because at that moment, God showed me, if you are you are one of my treasures, all of you are a treasure to God. Not only are you a treasure to me, you're a treasure to other people. And all the people that I've brought into your life are treasures that I'm giving you. They're more valuable than anything you can buy and stick underneath a tree. I'm like, wow, if God says that we are his special treasure, his own special treasure, then what does that mean for all of us, for each other? And that changed my whole perspective during the Christmas season, during that time that we didn't need all that stuff. And I looked around and saw all the connections that we were, we were volunteering at a church there and was heavily, we had grown a pretty big friend, a group of friends, friendships, uh, and made some amazing connections of people that were like, man, what a blessing we've had this year. And you remember me, you and me talking about at the end of the year, after all the fireplace stuff and we're trying to stay warm and have fun, I asked you, how happy have we been this year? And do you remember what you oh, said? Yeah. Happier than ever before. Yeah. Well, and the beautiful thing was there was a time that we were both working and making like over $100,000 a year. And every year we'd say, if we could just make a little bit more, if we could just make a little bit more. If we could make a little bit more, we'd be happier. We'd be happier. And I asked her mm-hmm. how happy we'd been because I wanted her to realize how much God, how much we had lived on within that entire year during that time. And we were able to 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 be a blessing to people, and we both agreed that it was the happiest year we've ever had. And we lived on a total of nineteen thousand dollars that year. So the verse in the Bible where it talks about learning how to live with be uh, what is it? How to live with being a little and also live like, with being a lot. Yeah, be content with a little or content with a lot. 
that became a reality for us. Uh, and I wanted to talk about that because I wanted to encourage anybody here today that if you're going through this season and, and you might see things on social media and you, you might be envy at times with what other people are doing or you wish you could do this, just know that the best gift you can give your family and the people around you is you, your presence. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to check out our links in the show notes where you can join our private Discord community and find more fantastic resources and affiliate links. It's all just a click away. I was just going to say going off of the social media thing, um, Mm. I actually came across this video on TikTok the other day where this woman, she had a ton of presents around her tree and she had posted a picture of it on Facebook and people were like, whoa, you must be really rich or you had a great year, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I just wanted to show you an example of what social media is like. And she's like, we have been struggling financially so bad and all of these gifts were donated by people. So I did not even buy these gifts, but everyone, you know, was commenting like, must be nice to be so rich and Mm. all of this stuff. So it was just a good reminder again that we have no idea um, what the picture actually means and all of that. And someone honestly could wrap up a bunch of empty boxes if they wanted yeah. to show off and we would have no idea. But yeah. we're looking so at these true. pictures and judging ourselves off of these things that, you know, 99% of the time is not reality. So mm-hmm. that was That's just so really good to hear for myself. So I want to... Uh, share yeah. that yeah that's good that's good i didn't think about the empty box wrapping i should have thought about that that's a great idea <laughs> that was the first thing i thought of that's where i thought you were going with that story i thought you were going to say they were all empty boxes do you do that do you do do you empty have you done that with nate with your husband <laughs> no but you want to this is not a serious story but you know brian's birthday is christmas eve everyone but mine is december 29th so mm. i like i like to pick out my own presents or whatever so i had seen what i got nate showed me um and i went out with my friends for brunch so i came home and there were a ton of birthday presents wrapped. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Nate got me all these presents. They were the presents that I had already seen and all of that. So he had just wrapped them up, even though I had already like bought That's them great. and picked them. Yeah. So that was a real That's great. That That's was a great. real big disappointment. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, it's fun to have a holiday. Does anybody else have a holiday birthday around here? Does anybody else have a birthday around the holidays? No? No? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I Olivia have a, knows this. A Thanksgiving birthday, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. that's right. She does. Yeah. She does have a Thanksgiving Any holiday birthday, birthday is it's tough. not the most yeah. fun. Yeah. And then I told Meta Olivia it's fun because uh, then I have an identical twin. So there's not only one of us, there's two of us at Christmas time. So it's, you know, it's like we always, we always joke around about the, we always get the same thing, except for mine's in blue and his is in red. So it's, we'd always used to <laughs> just rip the presents apart real quick. And then we'd shout out, Oh, I got a blue guitar strap. And the other one would be like, Oh, dang, I got a red guitar strap. I don't have to even open it. We already know what it is before we get there. So. 
But, you know, the, talking about the treasures and stuff, too, it, it, it helps remind me, like, you remember in Luke chapter 12, verse 34, it says, where your treasure is, is where your heart will be also. And I thought that that was such a good thing to remember because where we're spending our time during the holiday season, we might say that our family is most important, but just remember, like, wherever your your time is spent can say something differently. So that's where your heart is, you know, where your treasure is, where your heart will be also. So look at the, you know, look at the people in your life and ask, well, what can you, what can you do besides present and all that? What can you do to really show them that, that you value and care for them this season? Meta Olivia, when it comes to the Christmas season for you, you said that your, your husband is, has, is a special treasure to you. Uh, is there things that you guys like to do together? Um, I mean, every year we always get a special Christmas ornament for a tree, an angel ornament. Um, cause Nate's mom used to have an angel tree. And so we, mm. uh, his dad gave it to us when we got married. And so every year we add to the angel oh. tree, like a different oh, angel. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to bring down the mic. If anybody wants to share something that uh, is a treasure to them this year, if you guys want to share that, go click the kiosk button. One of the things I wanted to share with them, everybody, that my special treasure is my wife. Um, I've been married for 36 and a half years. Wow. And um, wow. we we have a wonderful relationship. God's blessed us with two wonderful boys and, they, and they're married and they have wonderful wives. So that's what I'm thanking God for, for that. And saving my life earlier this year when I had a cardiac arrest so I can be spend more time now with my family wow. and yeah. also be here in the metaverse with you guys. So I just yeah. thank God for everybody here in the metaverse and the friends that I made here. So Awesome. Thanks, Lev. That's awesome, yeah. Thanks, man. We're Thanks so for thankful for that. you. So thankful for you too, man. Cops, I got to bring the microphone back down here for you. So, um, hmm. A treasure. Let's think. So one thing I treasure and I've been doing it. Oh my gosh. Ever since I remember every year we go cut down a live Christmas tree mm. and the whole family does it. It's my parents, my sister, her four kids, her husband, the nieces, the nephews, my aunts, um, friends from church. So Aww. we have this huge group that every year goes up. We might not go to the same tree farm um, every yeah. year, but we've done it ever since I can remember. And, you know, my parents are getting old. They're 76, 75. So this year, you know, they were really contemplating, should we go? Because they're, my father's having some major knee issues and, and really yeah. having a hard time getting around. Um, and then, you know, we kind of decided, no, let's, let's just not go this year and we'll just buy it off you know um a walmart lot or something my my father's like it, he later then said you know it was a couple days later nope 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 we're not breaking tradition we're not you know and we're going Aww. so we all got the group together and we went up and it's just something that i treasure every year mm -hmm. with my family um yeah. it has a lot of memories and you know my dad can no longer get down with the tree and so i've got sure. the the saw and i'm you know chopping mm -hmm. away at the tree so um Aww. you know i it's just um I, I am living in that moment and I'm appreciating mm -hmm. that moment because I know I'm not going to have them forever. You know, they're not, yeah. gonna, they're not yeah. going to always be there. And, um, Mena Olivia, um, or no, who was it? N Mrs. Killer B. It's your, your father that had passed. I am so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry Thank for that. You. So I can't Thank say that so I much. understand because I've never lost, um, you know, a parent, but I am really trying to consciously take the time and, 
be in those moments with my parents. So yeah, I'm really that's sorry such a for beautiful you both. Thing. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's really a beautiful story and a beautiful treasure you have having so much of your family around you too. But yeah. it is the memories that like mm-hmm. get you through those hard times. So, you know, you're going to be thankful that you made the time to do that. Yeah. The, the other thing too is, you know, when the time comes for my my parents, uh, you know, if, if they're going to pass before me, because who knows, maybe I'll pass before them. I don't know. Sure. Um, yeah. But if it happens that they pass before me, which is normally the cycle of life, I have hope that I'll see them again. You know, this mm-hmm. is not the end. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives me strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just at the thought of losing them, I cry, you know, right. and I'll be upset. But but knowing that is how I'm going to get through it, you know, and leaning on yeah. Jesus. So, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. When I hear the story of Jesus at the Christmas story, it leaves me speechless and in awe to think that God, he sacrificed his son for all of us. And it's something that's, and I know you're probably going to have a hard time reading this. I'm going to try my hardest. I know you're going to try your hardest and you're going to do amazing. Yeah. But this, this story, story really moves me. So, and I want to encourage you guys, if you guys, after the show, after she reads it, we're going to go ahead and do an outro and clear and, you know, wrap up the show. We're going to take down the security wall so you guys can jump up here. We would love to take a selfie of everybody. But this story, I asked my wife to come and share this because it means so much to us. And it is a beautiful, beautiful story. Uh, so we're in the Christmas story from the Jesus Storybook Bible. And the author is Sally Lloyd-Jones. This is an amazing book. Amazing. And if you have kids, get this book. If you if you don't have kids, get this book. It's so beautiful. And this is just a tiny, tiny little piece of the story that, this, that the book will go through. So yeah. with that, do you feel ready to to take it away? All right. Here we go. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people just as he promised in the beginning. But how would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Mountains would have bowed down. Seas would have roared. Trees would have clapped their hands. But the earth held its breath. As silent as snow falling, he came in. And when no one was looking in the darkness, he came. There was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was the great, 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 great grandson of King David. One morning, this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel, and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When she saw the tall, shiny man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, and he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a little boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He's the one. He's the rescuer. The God who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with just a word. The one who could do anything at all was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world? But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and she felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true? Is anything too wonderful for God, Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than what her eyes could see, and she believed. I'm God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do. 
Sure enough, it was just as the angel had said. Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. Now Mary and Joseph had to make a trip to Bethlehem, the town King David was from. But when they reached the little town, they found every room was full. Every bed was taken. Go away, the innkeepers told them. There isn't any place for you. Where would they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come. They couldn't find anywhere except an old tumble-down stable. So they stayed where the cows and the donkeys and the horses stayed. And there in the stable, amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows in the quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby, the baby that would change the world was born, his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped him up to keep him warm. They made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as his cradle. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. Because, of course, he had. I hope that this season, as you guys go into Christmas season, when I heard this, the part even about Mary, that even though Mary couldn't see, she believed. She believed in what God was doing, and what he what he said he was going to do. Sometimes, you you know, in this season, it might be tough and it might not make sense. I don't know. I don't know. But we're all real people that's in here. This isn't, you know, we laugh and joke and see on social that people talk about like this is like a game and stuff. But this is more than a game. Each one of you is a real person behind a headset. And I want I wanted you to walk away from this day at Killer Bee Studios knowing that no matter if it doesn't look and make sense to you, trust that God has got something great for you. And even if you get into the world, like hearing that story again, to think about, can you imagine going to the going to the a manger, trying to find a place to stay, and they didn't have room. There was no room. God made room. So even if you're at a place in your life where you're like, there's people just don't have room for you. People don't have time for you. It doesn't feel like that. God does. Hey everyone, I want to take a second and invite you to join us live in the metaverse. You can join us live at the Killer Bee Studios. All you need is your very own VR headset. You can order an Oculus headset using the affiliate link in our show notes. Not only does it help support what we're doing here at Killer Bee, but Meta will also hook you up with some cool reward points. So be sure to check out the link in our show notes. And we hope to see you at our virtual studio.